Good morning, Cheviot Churches, and good morning to those joining us from elsewhere, too. You're all very welcome. This is Colin, and we have our service for the 22nd Sunday after Pentecost. And this Sunday at Yetham, the Guild will be leading the service, but I'll be leading it at more battle. Now, advance notice on Tuesday the, tw- the 2nd of November, Tuesday the 2nd, we'll be remembering those who passed away during the pandemic period. And there'll be a short service at Morbato at 11 in the church and at the cemetery in the Morbato Road in, in Yetham at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And at that, a, a tree will be planted in memory. And all are welcome to attend either or both. Um, And names will be be read out. And if you wish a name to be read out, then please contact us. Also, COP26 is coming. And there'll be various activities, including services, which can be accessed online. And there's a link to that on the web page. So please do look at that. We have our call to worship. We lift up our eyes to the hills. From where where will our help come? Our help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And we have our opening hymn, 251, I the Lord of sea and sky.
Thanks to Heather and Gordon. Let us pray. Lord our God, you hear the voice of those who cry to you and you respond with love. You reach out to us when others have turned away. You offer us compassion when others dismiss our worth. You heal us when we thought that we were beyond repair. Your amazing love transforms our lives over and over again. And so we offer you our humble praise in the name of Jesus, your love made flesh. Receive our gratitude in this time of worship as we join with the whole of creation to bring you honour and glory. Lord of love and mercy, we worship you as the source of every good and perfect gift you give us so freely. But we confess that our gifts to you are less than perfect. We honour you only when it fits into our schedules. We forget that your love should set our priorities and pursue our own desires instead. In your loving kindness, forgive our wavering hearts and reawaken our commitment to you. We thank you that you are a God of forgiveness and you are a God of love. And now we join together and we say our family prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever. Amen. And we read from the book of Ruth, chapter 1, and verse 12. And this is Naomi speaking. She says, Turn back, my daughters, go your way, for I am too old to have a husband. Even if I thought there was hope for me, even if I should have a husband tonight and bear sons, would you then wait until they were grown? Would you then refrain from marrying? No, my daughters, it has been far more bitter for me than for you, because the hand of the Lord has turned against me. And then they wept aloud. Orpah kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth clung to her. So she said, See, your sister-in-law has gone back to her people and to her gods. Return after your sister-in-law. But Ruth said, Do not press me to leave you or to turn back from following you. Where you go, I will go. Where you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people and your God my God. Where you die, I will die, and there will I be buried. May the Lord do thus and so to me, and more as well, if even death parts me from you. When Omi saw that she was determined to go with her, she said no more to her. And we turn to the Gospel of Mark and chapter 10 and verse 46. They came to Jericho, 
And as he and his disciples and a large crowd were leaving Jericho, Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, a blind beggar, was sitting by the roadside. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many sternly ordered him to be quiet. But he cried even more loudly, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stood still and said, Call him here. And he called the blind man, saying to him, Take heart, get up, he's calling you. So, throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. And then Jesus said to him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, My teacher, let me see again. And Jesus said to him, Go, your faith has made you well. And immediately he regained his sight and followed Jesus on the way. And this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The hymn 557, just as Bartimaeus was blind, so George Matheson was blind. So we have, O oh love, that wilt not let me go. I think it finished as an old recording that I'm using today and I finished a little bit early, but we got most of the, the hymn. Let us have our weekly prayer. Everlasting God, we thank you that your written word continues to inspire us, showing us examples like Ruth and Bartimaeus, whose faith and actions so dramatically changed their lives and those around them. Thank you for revealing yourself to us how you love us, and how we should live, and what we can be. Amen. When it's gone, it's gone.
That's a slogan from Lidl's. They often have things at good prices, and sometimes they have things only for a week or ten days. But when it's gone, it's gone. And so the marketing ploy goes, take the opportunity, buy while you can. For if you leave it too late, then you'll miss out. In the story of Ruth, we find three women left alone. Their husbands have all died. The mother-in-law, Naomi, decides to return home to Bethlehem after living for many years in Moab. She tells her daughters-in-law to stay in Moab, to be with her own families, and to marry again, to have a life again. But Orpah reluctantly stays and says her goodbyes. But Ruth has to make her decision. She has this one opportunity. Does she stay or will she go? And of course, she decides to accompany Naomi back to Bethlehem, to leave her homeland behind, to leave everything that was familiar to her behind. And she expresses her commitment to her mother-in-law in the wonderful lines, wherever you go, I will go, and where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people, your God, my God. Bartimaeus, in our gospel reading, had to make a similar decision. His life was sitting at the roadside in Jericho, begging for food, maybe some, some money if anyone had it. He was blind, and that was all that was open for him to do. But today was something different, and someone different passing by. He hears the excited murmurs from the crowd. Jesus is coming, young rabbi from up north, the one who has healed so many people. Bartimaeus has heard stories about him too, perhaps. This is his one opportunity. If he misses it, it will have gone forever. And so he cries out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. The crowd tell him to be quiet. They rebuke him. What are you shouting for? But Jesus hears him. And he says, Bartimaeus, come to me. And Bartimaeus throws off his cloak and approaches Jesus. And Jesus asks, what do you want? And Bartimaeus replies, I want to see. And he was healed and he followed Jesus. What do we see here? First of all, Bartimaeus has a name. He's not anonymous. He's not like the ten lepers. He's not like the paralyzed man. He's got a name. And perhaps he was involved in the early church. He was known. And that's something important. And that's something to remember too. For God knows each one of us us by name. We are known and we are loved 
and we are valued. The second thing to note, the crowd around him tried to hush him. And we're good at doing that. They didn't want to disturb Jesus. But we're good at keeping quiet and not letting our emotions show. Just be quiet. Don't disturb. Don't muddy the waters. I've just finished a book by the Canadian author Mary Lawson. And she says that Presbyterians are particularly good at not making a scene of just keeping quiet. But Bartimaeus makes a scene so that Jesus hears him and asks what he wants. It's interesting because before this, Jesus had asked that same question. What do you want me to do? He asked that same question of James and John, his disciples. And they had immediately said they wanted positions on his right hand and on his left hand. They wanted to be right at the heart of his cabinet. But Bartimaeus, to his credit, doesn't ask for food or money, but rather he asks for sight. And he's granted his wish and he's healed. He can see. What do you want me to do for you? How would we answer that question? Maybe we should ask for sight or insight. So many things are familiar to us and we just don't see them anymore. And certainly we fail to see the poverty. We fail to see the distress that so many people face. If only we too had sight. But there's one last thing about this story. A little detail about Bartimaeus that he threw away his cloak. When Jesus called him, he threw away his cloak. And his cloak probably kept him warm and cold nights. It was perhaps a tool of his trade, but he cast it aside. And maybe by throwing it away, it perhaps signalled a new start. COP26 is coming up and climate change is, is the, what going to be the topic of the day. The climate emergency calling us to sacrifice, calling us to adjust how we do things. Perhaps like Bartimaeus, we have to make our sacrifices and throw away our cloak. Bartimaeus threw away his cloak. He got up and being healed, he left his old life behind. And we're told he followed Jesus. In the name of Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. The hymn 555, Amazing Grace.
and we have our prayers of dedication and intercession. Let us pray. Good and gracious God, we bring our offerings before you in gratitude for all that makes our lives good and worth living. Bless these gifts we bring and use them and use us to advance your kingdom. We pray now for those who govern their nations, including our own governments. We ask that they will ensure justice and equality are there for all, so that no one grows hungry and no one lives in substandard housing. Pray for those who are chief executives or company directors, asking that they don't just seek profit, but ensure that they help to build a better world fairness and free of exploitation. We pray for parents and teachers, asking that they might nurture younger generations, encouraging them in the way to go and supporting them as we recognise many are now facing mental health issues. Pray for those in the medical and caring professions who faced up to the unprecedented challenges over these last 18 months, pray that they might find new strength and fresh resources so that those in their care might know healing and wholeness. Pray for all who are discriminated against because of their race or gender or sexual orientation, praying that they would know that in your eyes they're precious and loved and asking that others would reach out to them in support. We pray for those who are suffering as a result of the climate emergency. Pray for their protection and ask that those making decisions would bring us back from the brink of disaster and focus our power in caring for your planet. Pray for our world leaders who will be meeting shortly to set targets and, and challenge all the nations to make the environment a priority. We pray for all who suffer in body and mind and spirit, asking that they may know your healing. And in a moment of silence, we pray for those who are suffering. And so we pray in silence. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. And we're going to have our, our final hymn, and it is What a Friend We Have in Jesus.
our benediction. May the grace of Christ be yours wherever you go. May the love of God be yours whatever you do. And may the friendship of the Spirit be yours whatever you have to face today and always. Amen. <laughs>